This is hot, Ray. Bankman, get a sample of this. Uh, we have the tools. We have talent. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Coming to you live from the back of your favorite vintage Cadillac ambulance, it's the only show you're listening to right this very second about Ghostbusters props, costumes, cosplay, and all-around funny business. Please welcome your hosts, the one and only Dan Challens and Mark Felwell. This is Spores, Molds, and Fungus. Hello and welcome to the Spores, Mold and Fungus podcast. It's episode three. Mark, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you yourself? Yeah, good, good. Back in the land of the living a little bit now. Uh, been ill a little bit, and uh, yeah, but I'm feeling feeling good, positive, lots of energy, and excited for today. Really excited. Why is that? I can't possibly think of why you might be excited. Well, we will find out soon enough. But if you, if, uh, if the listeners have been paying attention to our previous episodes, I'm sure they will know why. Oh yeah, we've been inundated with messages to find out who exactly we've got on this podcast. Yeah, I don't think our clues were subtle enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been, I don't know about you, but for me, it's been a busy week. Um, yeah. I've done a lot of stuff myself, just uh, tidying out my office. And for the listeners, my office, I say office, it's more of a, a man cave slash office <laughs> slash kind of office. Like, st- storage show off area. Um, so... Yeah, for the past few days, I've done a lot of tidying around there with the unrealistic expectation of I'm just going to make more space, make it a bit more spacious, have a bit more space to myself. In reality, what's going to happen is I'm just going to build more shit to fill that space up with. That's oh, what's going to happen. You'll see a nice little bit of empty bit. And you'll go, oh, another proton pack fit in there nice and easily. Yeah, another gizmo <laughs> would probably fit quite nicely in there. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah, but it's good. It's, it's given me... Um, it's given me the chance to find stuff that I don't really have any use for. I've got um, I've got some of the real Ghostbusters re-release Kenner figures that, in all honesty, probably not really that bothered about. So, uh, so if anyone wants a set, let me know. <laughs> you haven't got an Ecto One, have you? I haven't. I've just got the uh, the original characters, but uh, no Ecto One. Oh, that's a shame. Speaking of space and yeah. Ecto Ones, yeah. I'm I'm the opposite for you. Mm. Uh, opposite than you. I've uh, I've got no space. And uh, I I started doing that Eagle Moss Ecto One, which, if anyone knows ah. what what a one one eight scale car looks like, it's huge. And then if you add on top of that, it's a millimeter replica. It's even bigger. This is an American car, so I need to find somewhere to put that. And I'm guessing semi completed. Well, yes, actually, we can we can have a little bit of a mention about this because something's happened. We can, yes. <laughs> For those people that don't know, um, Eagle Moss was this really good company that did all these sort of uh, big 1.8 scale um, replica cars. They did loads of movie car replicas. I did the um, the Time Machine DeLorean. It took two and a half years to do. Nice. It's fantastic. It sits in my, in my bedroom. It looks great. Then they, I said, I'll never do another one again because it cost too much money and took up too much time. And then they announced the Ecto-1. I thought, damn it. Um, and I have to do that one, so I did. Just when you're out, they pull you back in. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, uh, last summer I realised I hadn't received my monthly um, stuff, and it turns out they went bust. Um, mm, so that wasn't yeah, great. I was two issues away from uh, from completing it. I feel like I was in, uh, in a Lethal Weapon film, two <laughs> days from retirement. Um, 
Now, there's two issues from completing it. <laughs> You're too it. old for this shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> two issues away from completing it, and uh, and the whole thing goes cold. Um, but luckily enough, there's a new company that has taken it up, and uh, this week um, they've uh, launched a website that says uh, that another company is going to start um, selling the stuff. So I can buy those last two issues again, and hopefully... In a couple of months' time, I will have finished my to one, and I'll show it off on the podcast, and you can all look at it with your ears. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to say, I mean, it is fantastic news. Um, yeah. I know a couple of guys that have got the Ecto One, and I know that they were absolutely gutted when when they filed for bankruptcy and, and mm-hmm. folded. And what was nice though is there were certain members of the community that kind came together and uh, maybe offered some three D parts. To, yeah, to great. help people finish it off. But obviously, it's not going to be the same. So the news that you now can finish this model and then everything's going to be released is I'm sure, you know, welcome news to an awful lot of people. So fingers crossed the parts that get released are the same quality. There's no, no sorts of hiccups in, um, in the build or production or anything like that. And everybody gets what they've sorely been waiting for. Absolutely. And when I started the sector one, uh, my dad said, uh, Oh, you'll, you'll pick up another one. They'll announce another one and you'll do another one. Like they said, they'll, they'll do the Ecto one. A, I said, no, I'm never doing another car because it just takes too long, costs too much money. The only one I'll possibly consider is if they do the Batman Begins Tumblr. And that was the one that was, <laughs> that was announced a couple of weeks ago, but I'm not, I'm not doing it. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I think I'd probably, I'd like to go down the road of maybe the A-Team van. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I know that uh, Playmobil released like a an A-Team van set and... I thought, you know, I'm 42 <laughs> years old. Should I be buying Playmobil? <laughs> and I didn't, but one part of me really wanted to. <laughs> just buy it for your fictitious son. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I've got a daughter. I'll just have to force it on her. <laughs> you will <laughs> like the A-Team. You will. <laughs> oh, all right. We could be talking for absolutely ages, but I've got a better idea, and I think you've got a better idea as well what we could be doing right now. Sure. Should we go for it? Hit that button and let's see who our guest is. <laughs> Our guest today is a BAFTA award-winning comedian, presenter, and actor known for hugely successful programs such as Bo Selector, Celebrity Juice, Keith Lemon the Movie, and more. On top of that, he's a talented graphic artist, maker and collector of some awesome film memorabilia, props, and does some fantastic builds through his YouTube channel, Keith Lemon's Doings. Please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Keith Lemon. How are you doing, man? How are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right, yeah. Uh, As we just said, I've had to take my belt off um, because of Christmas. Um, My yellow tube, but I never know how to stick onto my flight, so it just floats around in the air um, and hits me in the face. Yeah, my belt seems rather tight after Christmas, um, so I've taken that off, and I've also... Um, t- taking my cheap props off as well. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sit down with those things you on your belt. Like, you, can't, you can't sit down with anything Ghostbuster-related, <laughs> no, can you, really? No. They don't show it's that very in the cumbersome. Film, do I, I, I always wanted, like, um, a rubber one. Just a, a <laughs> yeah. rubber, you know, because I think they had, like, squidgy ones, didn't they, in the film? Oh, yeah, yeah. they, like, they like, did, like yeah. stunt one. I, I've always, like, you know, it, it is lovely having a big, heavy job um, that makes loads of noises and smoke comes out of it, <laughs> thanks to... Um, proton props um but yeah i'd like a rubber one for parties 
Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I never go as a Ghostbuster <laughs> to parties. Well, do you know what? If you go to if we go to like a Comic Con, you've got to be tactical about when you go to the toilet because <laughs> a number yeah. one's all right. You can open the bottom zip, but going for a number two, that's it. You're ruined. <laughs> well, I, I just went for a poo before I came on this, and 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 I thought I can't get my suit off, and that's because I didn't take my pads off, <laughs> my elbow pads, and I forgot. And I said, "Oh yeah, it's cumbersome. Not as cumbersome as a Spider-Man costume, though." No, oh, no I've seen the videos of you in that. That looks, uh, yeah, it's unforgiving. You I mean a, a flight suit? I, I quite like. It's quite comfortable by itself. Yeah. I, I have many a jumpsuit that I wear um, for fashion reasons. Right, okay. and I, I've, I've got a Levi um, jumpsuit that's very similar to a Ghostbusters flight suit. Because as you can see, any Ghostbusters fan listening, well, I'll say watching. If you're watching this, you'll see that I ain't got a proper flight suit on because uh, my my proper one, my better one, don't fit me. <laughs> So I've got this, this budget one that I've had for many years, but um, I, I have an affection for it because I've had it for many years, and I've yeah. got this one because it's a comfortable one, but it's yeah. not screen accurate at all. That's well, you can I, have a comfy one. To be fair, with most people's builds, yeah, there's elements of non-accuracy with most people's. I think. Yeah, the, the, you've made it yours, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think yeah. With, with the Ghostbusters hobby as well, like with the Ghostbusters fandom and people dressing up, the vast majority of people that, that do it do dress up with their own name on their name badge as opposed to yeah. like the characters, which is, yeah. is quite nice, I think. I've, I've got a, um, a name badge, um, but it, it's... Um, oh, there it is. I've not put it on. There it is. I've not put it on. For some reason, I'm walking around with Venkman, but you know that Venkman. I'm not Venkman at all. I don't look out like him. Uh, now you mentioned it. I, yeah. I, I do have a lemon one, which I've not put on. But I will put it on. Just don't have time, because I've been Eventually. building uh, mogwais and such, and doing oh, th- th- Those builds are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I'm I, glad I was... you say builds, because I hate um, the word craft. Because craft yeah, to me suggests string around cheap. plant pots <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and making Dang. hanging baskets. I've probably offended anyone of the crafting world. Um, yeah. But I, I guess I, I'm not a craft. Maybe I'm not as good as a crafter, <laughs> but I'm, I'm a maker. I'm a, a mech yeah. things. I'm a mecha. Yeah. I'm a mecha. I just recently made uh, a big, another film that was out in 1984, of course, was Gremlins. Um, <laughs> but I've just made, I've been making some props from a film that was out in 1989, Gremlins 2. I've uh, just been making ah. uh, Mohawk there. Oh, in that's a, so cool. A, and my offspring said, why have you made it in a sort of crouching position? So it's because <laughs> I, I just always remember the image of Mohawk crawling out of the waste paper basket, yeah, out of the yeah. dustbin, and I like that the best. That's why he's kind of looking up and, ah, sort of business. What's his name as well? Daffy, who is here. This is all good for your podcast. If you listen to this podcast, you can't see anything I'm showing. So that's exciting for you. But if you're watching it, yeah. It looks rubbish on camera. It looks better in real life. But um, there's um, um, Daffy. I was getting What amazes me when I like watched your videos is you start off with what I would consider to be like... A piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Junk. Absolute junk. And I'm like, there's no way that it's going to turn out as well as it does. And at the end, I'm like, that's like... Better than store-bought, 100%. All, all, all my stuff uh, is made with stuff around me, you know. I, again, I'm not a crafter. I'm not a professional props maker or anything. So I just, whatever I can find. I went to Asda today because um, I'm making a costume. I'm making, this is weird. I'm making a gizmo <laughs> costume. So right. the head's got to be quite big. Wow. So it looks like it's in proportion to how tall I am, I guess. So I went looking for something spherical and plastic and clear 
that would work for eyes that I could see out of. And I was hoping they'd already have Easter eggs in because you know they get oh, e- yeah. Easter yeah, comes yeah. earlier, early. Every all the seasons are early and early. And Easter egg packaging is good for big eyes. But yeah. they didn't have any, so I'll just I'm gonna make the rest of it. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um I'll make I'll make the rest of it and just leave the eyes until Easter happens. And then <laughs> I'll make the eyes. It won't be long. What once you've uh once you've done that costume, please tell me you've got a pink convertible that you can drive up in. The, <laughs> Imagine. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be joyous, wouldn't it? That'd be, that'd be a lot of joy. Uh, oh man, I don't, I don't have one though. I do have, I do have this the uh, uh, an old Barbie car. I do, I do have. I saw that. that yeah, yeah, I saw that. Which I um, yes. stripped and um, got new stickers. Um, um, I don't know if you know Pelts of Pets on Instagram. I do know Pelts of Pets on Instagram. Yeah. His, some of the photos he's got are amazing. Oh, he's, he's amazing. And um, sometimes he gives me his bits that have gone wrong and his offcuts, and I use those sometimes. Um, but, yeah, he sent me some stickers for the Barbie car um, so it was more screen accurate. Because you know what we like? <laughs> We're a bunch of twats, aren't we? And we want it as close <laughs> to the film as possible. It's like a disease. I hate myself sometimes. It's like, stop thinking about it. Stop <laughs> thinking about it. You've got a life. You've got a real life. You've got a job. You've got a family. Stop thinking about <laughs> Ghostbusters and bloody gremlins and Back to the Future. Do you know what? Like the thing is, when you're building props, like you've got to step away from it because 99.9% of other people that see what you built, they're not going to know the difference between no. whether it's screen accurate or not. But it's just, yeah. it's we'll like know. they say, it's like your own disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, to my wife, I could say, look at my new proton pack I made. It looks <laughs> yes, like a glasses yes. case, but it isn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just stick some wires on that and she'll go, oh, yeah, it's good that. Yeah. She'll have the same level of interest. But no matter I'll what know. It is. But yeah. I'll know. Oh, it's funny. So, so, you know, so when you're doing your your builds, um, obviously a lot of it is 80s film based. Uh, Yeah. What what is it, do you think, about the 80s that appeals to you so much? For me, I guess it's nostalgia. I I can remember it like it was yesterday. Um, And it it was just, to me, was the golden age of cinema, and that's probably because of my age, I guess. Yeah. Um, we we had like year after year of of, of real blockbuster. Um, yeah. Where they use, I mean, you, as you know, Ghostbusters last film using pra- practical effects. Yeah, and uh, practical effects are very exciting to look at. And uh, all those films use those Gremlins. Um, mm. um, yeah, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Team Wolf. I own the Team Wolf costume. Um, Do you know, that he I was going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's my most prized possession, I guess. Is it because it's a? Re- I don't normally collect like actual props from films because I just make them. Yeah. Um, but my wife bought me that, um, so I've got a lot of love for that. Um, but yeah, you, you just regress and think back to those lovely times, don't you? Mm-hmm. Lo- I, I lovely said before, times. I said before, like in our previous episode, I think I agree that it's the golden age, and I think it's because for a number of reasons, I think. Those type of stories that came out in the eighties, it was the first time those stories had been told. Yeah, and and then on top of that, it's the first time those sorts of visual effects had been seen. Yeah, and I just feel like every movie that comes out now is just a variation of a theme that's already come before. Do you know what no one says now? No one says this when they've seen a film with special effects. Effects were good, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. No one no, says no. that. No, it's because expect- you expect it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, Even when like, I went- all the Jurassic Park films now, you go, oh yeah, it better look real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like when you when first saw Jurassic the, um... Park, though, I was sweating. I was sweating. Oh, 
I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. The, yeah. I think for me, when I saw Jurassic Park, the thing that I remember more than anything else... When you saw what? Dracula think... Park? <laughs> Dracula Park. Have you seen it? <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine Dracula Park. <laughs> With loads of Gary Oldmans or Christopher Lees. <laughs> oh. A different one in each uh, park. <laughs> You've got a Christopher Lee. Say that again. I've got a Christopher Lee. <laughs> Seen Christopher Lee in the uh, the side view mirror running up to you in the jeep. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no, that there's a pack of Gary Oldman's after me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you because. Obviously, like when you've done your sketches, um, you've done a lot of sketches, whether it's been like Back to the Future, you've done Dirty Dancing, there's Ghostbusters, there's all these different sketches. How much of that is actually down to production and you just living out your like childhood fantasies? It's it's all really <laughs> self-indulgent. That's why I was really sad when it was over. Um, yeah. We did two series. Um, the first one was Dirty Dancing. That was the highest yeah. rating show I'd ever done. And we thought, because we, we, you know, when you do a new show, everyone goes, and what do you think we're going to get? And we all guess and stuff. And it was miles higher than we thought it was going to be. And then we, luckily yeah. enough, we got another series. Um, but the second series was against loads of things. It was against the Queen's birthday. It was against Eurovision. They took us off for a week and put Millionaire on. Uh, um, so ratings weren't as good as the first series. And it was a really mm. expensive show, as you can imagine, because yeah. some of the um, episodes, we'd have like 16 sets. And we probably reused a couple of them. I think we used, um, when we did Greece, we reused the front of um, Sandy's house um, for Gremlins. But right, a lot okay. of the stuff, we couldn't reuse it, so we just binned. And um, it's just too expensive for a, a, for someone like me, who was quite a risk for ratings, because I'm a <laughs> bit odd and naughty. <laughs> um, you can't always guarantee it working. So they, did, they didn't do a third one. I was, and I was, I was really upset. And, and Paddy always says, it'll come back one day, son, or Florin. Sometimes he calls me Florin. Don't know what that means. <laughs> but it'll come back someday, Florin, whilst he's off um, driving around world in cars. And uh, But I, I, don't, I don't think it'll come back in the format that it was in, because... Um, like I say, it was expensive and, and budgets for telly uh, are getting smaller and smaller, especially um, for more um, unique things like me. Um, the yeah. budgets are getting, they save the budgets for the big um, event shows like Britain's Got Talent and such. And um, so I, I don't think it'll come back in that format, but I'd love to do another movie based program or, or again, yeah. a, a, some sort of, I don't want to say crafting, but a mecking show. Where yeah. I mech things, uh, which that is already in develop now, development now. Nice. Um, as, as yeah, as we're speaking right now, it's not being pitched anywhere, um, yeah. but it is in development. Do you know what we, Mark and I were talking the other day actually, and we're saying that what we thought would be a really great idea would be. Do you remember Scrap Heap Challenge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, you should do like a yeah. scrap heap challenge, but basically you, you flash up a picture of a gremlin and then everyone's got like an hour yeah. to go and forage the bits and, and find something to make what is shown on there. That'd well, a really lot of cool. people keep saying to me, why um, remember um, Take Heart or um, Art Attack? Why don't you yeah. do a grown-up version of that? I mean, what does a gro an adult version say? And I mean, what's an adult version? I, I make gremlins with my dick out. What does that mean? An adult version. And um, But basically uh, what I have got in development, it's not, it's not a challenge show as such or a competition. I didn't want to do a competition because I want I want to go and meet other people that make things that mm. people that are better than me, so I can mm. learn off them and stuff. And, and you know, and like meet like professionals, like I don't know, for example, someone who made Chewbacca's 
um, head in Star Wars yeah. Yeah. And, and like ask him how much it costs to make and everything. And obviously it'd be thousands. And they go, right, I'm going to try and make one for 30 quid yeah, and nice. stuff like that. And, and, and me, me in a studio making things. Uh, and then at the end of the show, I'd, I'd probably do something silly with it. Like, <laughs> you, like if I make an ET, we'll pop it in a basket on a BMX and see if it can fly by throwing them off a cliff <laughs> or something. So, so I'd build in it for a purpose to do something with it at the end of the show. But um, like meeting people uh, and seeing their stuff that they make, because there's some people on YouTube who make incredible stuff like life-size mm. attacks in the garden and stuff. Oh, it's okay. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, Telly's always trying to tap into that world, but yeah. it's all there. It's just there already. But that's it, that seems like such a... A contradiction because on one side they're saying the budgets are getting smaller, but then they're trying to tap into that world at the same time. It's kind of like yeah. making mind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like a, and you know, a lot of people, uh, proton pack builders out there as well. Mm. Uh, and that's as always interesting uh, how people's different methods yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 and they'll start off by saying it's it's too niche. I, I once when we when we pitched Keith and Paddy Picture Show, we got told it was too niche. And at that time, they had um, Splash, I think it was called, on telly. You know, the diving program. Yeah. And yeah. In, in this meeting, I said, um, it's too niche. I said, okay. I said, apart from Tom Daly, um, give me the name of another professional diver. And the fuck <laughs> yeah, off, right. Keith. Fuck off. <laughs> but it's true. I said, yeah, I mean, everyone's seen a f- most. I said, 99% of, of the world has seen a film, lo- loves a film, and dislikes a film. Yeah. I said, it's not niche well, at all. Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't see how they can say it's niche when you've got films that are like become like cult classics. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Where where <clears throat> memorabilia is still being produced even now for films that yeah. came out 30, 40 years ago. You can't say that's niche. Well, The Lost Boys was <clears throat> one of the films that we want. I'm a big Lost Boys fan. That was yeah. one of the films that we wanted to do in the first series, and they said, "Oh, it's too underground." I went, but you can go and buy a Lost Boys T-shirt now when it came out in '87. You can go buy one from a shop. Yeah, you know, and I, I, and I, well, they're making a, a Lost Boys musical, apparently. You know, it's, it's still it's still very yeah, much there. But then even like making stuff, I'm sure that's what the hurdle that I'm going to come across uh, when we're pitching that. I'll go, oh, it's a bit niche, isn't it? And because in in this um, craft show, if it ever happens, crafts and crafts, it's like a dirty word, isn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> making show, not craft. Uh, build, I say build, build. Um, <laughs> You know, I only want to make films that are um, from pop culture, I guess. Yeah. So uh, people at home that are not that interested in making things, um, they'll, they'll go, oh, yeah, that does look like E.T. I can see that's E.T. Rather than mm. putting string around a hanging basket, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you probably... you're in. I mean, I would imagine you're probably at that point in your career now anyway where you really only want to do things that you want yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've always that's all I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've ever done anyway. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, because you're into pop culture and um, you know movies and things like that. Have have you ever been to a comic con or is it something that like you'd like to go to but you just fear that you're going to get accosted yourself while you're there? Um, I peaked too soon. I went yeah. to the first comic con I went to was San Diego Comic Con. Oh, nice. So I peaked oh, too man. soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, when I went to, to another Comic Con in the UK, I went, oh. Bradford Miners Club. As lovely as it was, it wasn't San Diego. Yeah. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I went to San Diego Comic Con and it blew my mind. And I went uh, with my kids and my wife and we all dressed up. And then the second day, she says, I'm going to take kids to the zoo. Do you want to go to Comic Con by yourself? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, um, but it was just wonderful. It was wonderful. And lucky enough, um, Jonathan Ross was there at the same time. So I met oh, with nice. him and had a few beers. And um, he was doing um, a panel. He was hosting a panel for um, The Walking Dead. I think he was. That's what okay. he was doing. Um, but yeah, there's this street and it's all these themed bars so there's like a superhero bar. There's a Ghostbusters bar where uh, they've got Ecto-1 packed up outside. Oh. Inside, there's nobody not dressed as a Ghostbuster. Oh, and they're all amazing. different qualities. There's someone that looked amazing. <laughs> and then yeah. there'll be some sort of overweight um, bread eater um, that's wearing his wife's sexy Ghostbusters costume from, the, from Ruby's. Ruby's. That sort of costume. Yeah. Yeah. With an inflatable backpack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you go, yeah, they're still they're just getting involved, aren't they? Don't matter. Don't matter how good or that's bad it is, they're getting involved. Yeah, that's the best part about it. Just people free to be what they want to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, lo- a lovely experience. And the, but the, Jonathan Ross said to me, he said, when Comic Con's not on in San Diego, it's, it's quite dead, it's quite quiet. But w- uh, whilst yeah. Comic Con's on, it is heaving and it's ace. And you see some ace sights. I, I followed this guy who looked like a real superhero. I couldn't recognize the costume, but it was all made out of orange leather. And um, it were all beaten up as well. And I just followed him, just because he just like he was walking out r- around looking for crime to to stop. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all sorts of people out there. It's, it's fantastic. And I, I went to Birmingham Comic Con. I was I was doing a panel there for um, okay. Keith and Paddy Pitcher. Pa- Paddy couldn't be bothered going, but said I'll go because I'll probably buy some as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. And um, I, 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 I thought I'll get recognised there, obviously, because in Birmingham. Um, so I dressed as Teen Wolf. You did, and then and then and then and then someone recognised me. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah, I knew him though. I knew him though. <laughs> oh yeah. man, he did a bit of a like a, an Adam incognito, like for Adam Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny you, how they always recognise him, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, some people, but like, I reckon. Because he probably is just, it because his costumes just... are too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks like it's come offset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the guy's That's Adam Savage for anyone who don't know, but you probably do know. Yeah. You say so, Adam yeah. like you know him. They all went to school with him. Just a mate, yeah. do you know what I mean? I wish I wish he'd stop calling if I'm completely honest. Here <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's a question. Um when you did Bow Selector, did you have a hand in any of the mask making or builds or anything like that? Um, the, originally, there were just masks uh, that I bought from a joke shop and cut them up <laughs> and drew bits on. Um, right Craig now. David's mask was a Bill Clinton mask with a beard drawn on it. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> Mel B's mask is Prince Charles' mask, just to a top <laughs> cut off and then that big curly wig. Um, the Michael Jackson mask I just bought from a, a joke shop in Blackpool and um, I was away with the people I worked with then, and we went up the Blackpool Tower, and I just put it on and did Michael <laughs> Jackson, and they all laughed. I went, oh, I'll do that then. I just would buy masks and stick bits on, really. Um, and I made the first bear out of a fur coat I bought in Camden. Really? Um, yeah. And then as as it got busier and busier, I, I didn't have time to make stuff, really. But I'd off. Even now, I'll make like shit versions of things and go uh, to whoever. Uh, well, now it's a guy called Reza that does a lot of our stuff, who is an right. incredible makeup artist and prop maker. Um, but I'll make stuff out of cardboard and just show him it and go, 
can you make this? But as how oh, you make it. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he's amazing. He, he's he, he's He's been doing it since he was 19. He's about 115 now. He wouldn't appreciate me saying that. But um, his first job was on Labyrinth. Oh, oh, wow. He he, he worked on Batman 89. He he gave me um, a little piece of um, Jack Nicholson's face. Um, Joker. Wow. Uh, when he handed it to me, it looked like a, a rubber <laughs> vagina. Face. I thought, no, I thought it was <laughs> it a vagina. Like a and, and then I, 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 I turned the angle of it, and then as soon as, soon as I turned it to um, face angle, uh, yeah. oh, 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 it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's Joker. And um, he, he said, I've had it for I don't know how long in a glass box. And he says, You'll appreciate it more than me because you'll put it on your shelf and show your mates. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he's, he worked on the last um, Jurassic World. He made um, the Dilophosaurus. Oh wow! So I'm, I'm always in awe in everything he makes. And, and and now and again, he'll go, "Do you want me to make you something?" He actually yes. he, last time I worked <laughs> with him when I was we did a Mandy and Myrtle when I played Amanda Holland's um, Graham. Yeah. He did that makeup as well. And during that, he says, "Do you want me to make you something at the end of this? Let me know. Have a good think about it." But he still hasn't made me anything. <laughs> if you if you're listening, Reza. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, make him we'll, we'll, we'll just get everyone to bombard him with the link to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He, he does all our stuff now. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I just want to sit with him for hours and probably ask him loads of questions about it. It's everything. quite blase about it, you know, because to him it's his job. Yeah. And, and I often wonder why he'll turn jobs down and work with me. Because I think he was he got offered Star Wars and he, he said, oh, I'll come and work with you because he's his own <laughs> boss. Yeah. Uh, if if he's doing something like that, he's with a lot of different people. You know what I mean. If he's he's doing stuff with me, it's him at home bringing stuff in and go. There you go, and I go. Oh, can you make chin bigger? That sort of stuff. <laughs> a lot less stress, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way less and, and he comes on set and has a laugh, and sometimes we drag him in. We, we, <laughs> oh, he, he was awesome. he, he was in Mandy and Myrtle actually. He played the <laughs> kebab <laughs> shop owner. <laughs> wow. So, so with all your stuff that you make, then, like, do you, do you keep everything that you make? Because I know that on when when I watch your videos, obviously we see like your crafting studio area where you're building on your table. But yeah. do you have like a whole separate room where you keep no, everything? No, um, I'm in it now, and it's a mess. And um, <laughs> my wife will come in and just shake her head. And it's a total mess <laughs> at the minute. Yeah, I'm surrounded by stuff. Um, I made Krampus at Christmas. Um, there's Krampus. Oh wow. That's um, awesome. And there's um, the little bear. What's he called? Klaus or something. I can't remember. <laughs> um, there's Krampus there, and he's so it looks pretty rubbish, but it's, it's nice because it can move. It's it's got wire in it. I was really chuffed with that. And um, you, he's got his brains at the back. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I mean, it, no, actually, if you're just listening to this, it looks amazing. <laughs> it does totally. <laughs> but um, again, everything always looks better in real life. I think. Um, there's um, an Ewok that I made over Christmas as well. Um, I mean, I'm showing you things. It's not good for your podcast, me just showing things. <laughs> I'm just looking uh, at that, yeah. that would take me not just over Christmas, but months to produce something like that, and you've just you've done it over Christmas. Well, people say to me, how long does it take? If I'm not doing the school run, and if I don't have to do the, sort the dog out, and if I don't have to pick so-and-so up from the station, um, <laughs> I, I, I say it takes about a day because I don't like to spend a lot of time on things because I get bored and then go, oh, yeah. that'll do. It looks like it. That'll do. <laughs> and it's the same when I'm drawing. I, I've got, sometimes I've, I'll have a drawing half finished. And I've got, no, it's supposed to look like that because I've got bored. There, it's done. I'm not done <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could spend hours and hours and hours, but 
when when you're making a mogwai and you've got to do two feet and the two hands, you're like, oh, that'll do. Yeah. I'll do. And and then you go, what am I making it for anyway? I mean, like, I made an ET tw- over 20 years ago. I made an <laughs> ET, which I have used in a, um, a sketch. We did, um, I think it was Keith Lemon's sketch. Oh, no, it, wasn't. it was um, Keith Lemon coming in America. Right, um, okay. And we did um, a sketch about ET coming back. Um, and Elliot was a grown up, and ET was um, like drinking a lot of beers and <laughs> he was getting prostitutes in and stuff and doing other and things the- with his finger that not just lighty up here. <laughs> Touching. So um, we, we yeah we so we used my ET for that that I uh, made about twenty years ago. So it was worth making. I wasn't out of my mind just making <laughs> things for the sake of it. But I do. I just make things and put it on a shelf. And when my mates come over, go look at that. He goes, "Oh yeah, you prick. Do you want a beer? <laughs> yeah, all right then." Are they, are they not into it either? <laughs> Is it just? Um, I'm trying to think out of my mates who collect things. So celebrity wise, with people go, "Oh, oh you celebrity mates." But you yeah. don't think of them as celebrities when you know them. It's the only yeah. celebrities are people you don't know. So Paddy, mm. Paddy collects a few hot toys, uh, okay. as does Gino. Gino likes a lot of Japanese robots as well. None of them okay. make things. Um, obviously, Jonathan Ross collects stuff in abundance, yeah, but mo- mostly Japanese stuff. I, yeah. I don't think he's that interested in any of my stuff. He, yeah, he's he's like seventies Japanese stuff that he's into. My my, but I don't my know anyone who makes things. Uh, my Christmas project that I've just completed was I got one of the Nerf guns and uh, kind of converted that into oh, the yeah. police rifle. So that was yeah, kind that's of my... good. Uh, and I, think, yeah, I think I saw that on your Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like doing that. Like... I like buying existing things and, and customising them, them to look like. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this, this like bit is the, this bit here, which I, I don't know what that is. I suppose it's like the the shell release catch or whatever yeah this is actually a part of a cadbury's biscuit tin that i ate over christmas good good i was at smith's the other day um for no reason but i can't i walk into every toy shop i see um <laughs> and, and they had some really nice alien toys and they were on sale mm. for like 10 quid and stuff and i thought yeah. oh shall i buy some and paint them so they look real instead of bright green yeah because they're all silly colors but um, the, 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 they look like good uh, molds and stuff, good sculpts, and well, they're still toy-like. But if you painted them up, they could look really cool. That's, I think, that's a lot of lot of the issues with a lot of stuff you get. Sometimes, like you say, like the molds are pretty good, but the paint jobs are like poor. Like I was looking at a face hugger, and the mold looks decent, but yeah. the paint job literally just looks like that'll do. Was that a Necker one? No, it wasn't actually. It was a um, oh, who was it that did it? Now it was. It was part of like a limited edition set that came out. I have to try, try oh, and find right. the link and send it oh, to you. Oh, was it a toy? Yeah, it was like yeah. a, a posable rubber, oh, rubber right. one that came out. It, was really, it looked really I nice. Guess the, I guess there's more simplistic because the toys for kids, aren't they? Not for full-grown adults, oh, yeah. with adults with pubes everywhere. <laughs> for, for kids, aren't they? But those yeah. dickheads still buy it. <laughs> Someone just fell that? in the background so there. One of my posters, I think, just come on. There you go. (laughs) Edit that out. Edit that out. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you do any, like, um, did you do any 3D printing or anything yourself? No, it looks really complicated to me. I mean, mean, it looks special. It looks really good, but um, no, I've never done any of that. I think it's either... I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's either... If you do the FDM printing with it moving around, it can be a little bit complicated. Or you go down the resin route, which is really good quality, but it's messy. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I've only just got into like scu- in sculpting in lockdown. It's first mm. time I've picked up some clay and had a little go. And um, uh, uh, my missus has noticed I've got better and better as I've gone along. But I said, it's just like drawing. 
but in 3D. Yeah. I, I, I sculpting, I, I find. And uh, yeah, the more I do it, the more Andy I'm getting at it. That's a good mm. way to um, blow your own trumpet without blowing <laughs> your own trumpet. It. Yeah, I'm getting pretty Andy at it. <laughs> So, so when you um when you bought the proton props proton pack yeah and i know that when you on your video on youtube there you were doing a comparison between a pack that you already had against the 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 proton props pack and so like what did did you build that first pack yourself like what was what was the your decision to made, say first one i made was cardboard okay all cardboard and i'd seen a few being made on youtube and i thought i can do that <laughs> and um, but also you buy a few that. you get a few bits from B and Q that look like bits from a proton pack and stick them on with a hot glue gun. And yeah. um um and bits kept falling off it and I thought oh, I want a proper one. And um Proton um props kindly said to me, said, um, I I'll make you one. Oh no way, went, yeah. And I said, um, well I'm hosting an um a screening of um, the new Ghostbusters Afterlife um, at Showcase Cinema because I'm an ambassador for them. I said, right. why don't you come along and if you can make it in time for that, I'll wear it there. And he, and he did, and he did. Um, and, and this was whilst um, Hasbro Plus were, were bringing theirs out as well. And I yeah. didn't pre-order one because I knew um, Proton Props was making me one. Mm-hmm. And um, it is incredible. It is incredible. I mean, yeah, I think that um, Hasbro Plus one looks amazing, and yeah. I bet it's a lot lighter than mine. But the the yeah. heaviness is part of the deal, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is. You need that to yeah to pretend with everything. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you and do, you know, yeah. smoke smoke comes out of it, and it plays all the songs from Ghostbusters, <laughs> and and it's got all your lights, lights and whistles and bells on it, and it, and it feel it feels real in your hand. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think he does an amazing job. He does an amazing job, and um, so I was, yeah. And then, and then one Halloween, uh, my kids were like, "Let's all go as Ghostbusters." So I bought them some of those blue, blue, blue little plastic Hasbro ones, which are way too small. Yeah, and uh, and painted that up to. I've got, actually, it's over there. Hold on, hold on. There's a shopping crook me ass. So that that that's what oh, I wow. did to um that's to one of those yeah. little um, blue ones. You've seen those yeah. little blue ones, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, In actual uh, fact, that that particular type of pack, when you did the uh, the video for us for the Make a Wish earlier on in the year, yeah, um, we converted one of those to give to him on the day actually did as you? well. So yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, <laughs> I don't even. I mean, my, my my kids don't notice that 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 sticker's there. They don't know what this is. You can tell a true fan that has done that. But you do. <laughs> it did two of those. It only took a day, you know, yeah. and then do it school run. So you can buy shit stuff, can't you? Make it look better. Oh, yeah. And that's a lot cheaper because it's expensive, isn't it? It is. Do, do you know what, as well? The, the thing is with that with the Hasbro Pulse one, um, I thought about getting one, but then I thought I'm, I'll just end up being a dickhead and saying, well, I want to change this out, I want to change that out, and yeah. then you're just going to start going down that route again. So I just thought, yeah. no, I'll leave yeah. it. Do you know anyone who's got one? Um, we've got one guy in our group who's actually just got the notification today that it's shipped. So oh, we're it's waiting still not even that. shipped. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, people in the UK seem to have got them a lot quicker than everyone else in the States from what I've exactly. seen online. Yeah, well, do you, do you like Chucky? Yeah, I do like Chucky, yeah. I've um, I've, I've just ordered um, the uh, Trick or Treat Studios um, Ultimate Chucky. Yeah. Which, yeah. And that's coming tomorrow, apparently. And that that's not out in america yet that's weird yeah, it's isn't crazy it? 
Also, which is strange first. because normally when it comes to when it comes to Ghostbusters specifically, in actual fact, just anything, America always gets the good stuff, and we get yeah, left yeah. behind. Yeah, so so oh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, how much was a Hasbro Pulse one again? I think. Well, how much was it, Mark? Yeah, I think it was about, about four fifty. Four, yeah, four hundred and fifty. It's, I mean, it's pretty cheap. I mean, in comparison, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, if my wife asked me, I mean, my pack didn't really cost that much, but in reality, it was probably <laughs> quite a bit. It did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's the good thing. Uh, because are we because a bunch of virgins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird? Like you sort of get to a certain age and you just go backwards. You think, fuck it. Oh yeah. yeah. Toys just get bigger. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, and also you buy everything that you didn't have when you were a kid. Well, that that is a hundred percent true. And I, I just think it just yeah, it remind. I mean, reminds you. Of Why the good didn't they old have days, proton packs when when we were kids? Back from yeah. those, uh, those real <laughs> Ghostbusters blue ones. Oh, there. That was shit. I didn't even have that. I think Halloween when I was a kid was like bin bags and something else. I, did, I didn't like I didn't like real Ghostbusters. <laughs> did you not get into it that night? No, I didn't like it at all. Didn't like I, it. I think for for some of my age, it was a little bit better because I, I I was two when oh, well, I, yeah. when I got into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you must have was so. amazing then. I'm an old man, you see, and I thought, yeah. eh, what's that shit ghost? That's not in the film. <laughs> yeah, I think I was about That's nine true. or ten when that came out. And yeah, I, I, I liked it, it, but it wasn't it wasn't a major component for me, I, to be honest. I, I, I liked that it was Ghostbusters and that was the end. It was like, mm. um, I felt like I had to like it, the same as when you, you buy a, a, an album of a band that you're not into anymore, but you've always bought all their albums, so you still yeah. buy it even when you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I've got yeah. a couple of real Ghostbusters bits, but only because it's Ghostbusters. I wasn't really a fan of it, really. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of bits, but primarily just probably because I'm going to sell them next year once they're no longer on offer anymore, yeah, if I'm completely yeah, honest yeah, with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not but, uh, particularly a fan of Ghostbusters 2 either. Are you not? I see. No. I don't like Gremlins <laughs> 2 either. And I only yeah, like them because it's Gremlins. And I only yeah. like it because it's Ghostbusters. Yeah. But um, I wasn't feeling it. I did like Afterlife, though. Yeah, I did. I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah. And we we were quite fortunate that we went down to a... I think they call it like a multimedia showing or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And um and Jason and Ivan Reitman were there and did the intro and stuff yeah. like that. So that was that was really nice to do, especially since obviously, you know, Ivan passed away not long afterwards. Yeah, so yeah. as a Ghostbusters fan, that was that I've was got a special. signed poster. Have you? Yeah, yeah. They sent me it, which was insane. Wow. They sent me this they sent me a a wand and a poster. And then that was that was very kind of them. That that's one of the perks of being me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All this, all this free stuff. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you know, other people get it sent and uh, that are not into it that I know and go, "Do you want this?" So and so sent me it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's so. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, I think probably one of the reasons, like you say, like I collect a lot of like eighty stuff is, like you say, it just it takes you back to a, a better time. I wish they told a you nice that they were the good place. old days. Yeah. yeah, I wish that yeah, you knew that yeah. they were the good old days when you were in the good old days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you wouldn't have sold your Star Wars figures, <laughs> would you then? My mum is going to probably kill me. Well, she probably is not listening, so she doesn't care. But it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing where I can remember I, I saved all my Star Wars figures uh, and they were in the attic. And then I got to about, I don't know, 20 years old. So this was like very early 2000s. And I was like, I went back home and I was like, oh, I'm going to get all my Star Wars figures out because I'm going to sell them now. Bang, I'm on eBay. I get quite a bit of that. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, I threw those out about three years oh, ago. No, yeah. Literally. And when I say everything, like the Ewok village, the Atta, everything just yeah. binned. 
So uh, yeah. even they now, didn't I, know. Do, I, they didn't know. They didn't know. <laughs> didn't know. Yeah. I remember I, just... I, I was 11 and uh, I was a very um, early starter. Me, I liked ladies, very young. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> well, I'm selling my Star Wars figures. I want to buy some clobber and um, <laughs> some special clobber that's going to detract the attention away from the orange hair. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then um, so I sold them Star Wars figures. I can remember uh, Star Wars figures. I had a bo- box of sixty four, and I said to my mum, because she was helping me sell them uh, in the newspaper, because she put me in newspaper back then. <laughs> and um, they were Loot. a pound each. They were a pound each. I said, and uh, I came on one day. She went, "I've sold you Star Wars figures." I went, "Oh, have you? That's amazing!" And she went, "Yeah, I sold the whole box for a tenner." I went, "You fucking <laughs> bitch." <laughs> I didn't go, you fuck. Imagine telling your mum she's a fucking bitch. There's no way I said that. I didn't even have, I didn't know those words. Oh, mum, you dingbat. (laughs) Just crushing disappointment. Quit each, mum. Also, yeah. Also, I can remember when I was a kid, um, wanting um, this gremlin figure. And it, I think it was £7.95. And my mum said, uh, I can't afford it. I said, well, um, can I just have my pocket money um, for how much that is. I've I'm, I'm, I'm got £1.50 a week or something. Um, and you don't have to give me pocket money for the, that amount of weeks. She went, no, I ain't got the money. And okay, well, I save up then. She went, okay. So I saved up. I went to uh, the toy shop and they didn't have it anymore. That's how long <laughs> no. it, take me. it took me to save up and they didn't have it anymore. And then when I moved to London, I, I'd been in London a few years and I saw it at some um, old toy shop that sold secondhand toys. And I bought it for 78 quid. And I phoned my mum and went, no, remember that figure that was £7.95? I just bought it for 78 quid. Not even in a box. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> and, then, and then I started getting in, um, addicted to eBay, um, hmm. which opened up many doors and stopped buying stuff from shops. <laughs> Cause, cause I, I can remember, I think, so I bought that gremlin again in the box for about a, a good price, for about £34. For oh, wow. this person doesn't know what it is, do they? Which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one thing that you've got that I'm really envious of because I missed out on it when it was uh, on the website is you've got an awesome ghost just Ghostbusters jacket with the terror dogs on the front and um, yeah, yeah, it's well, amazing, that, isn't it? From yeah, from middle of really, beyond. That's the one. Do they not sell yeah, it anymore? I don't think so. Not when I last looked, unless they've restocked it, in yeah. which case I'll have to jump on it. But yeah, that's a cracking jacket, that is. And it's reversible. And when you reverse it, it's black and it's got um, Slimer on the back. Yeah, so So cool. it's hard to decide how to wear it, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. It is. I probably, and probably I've got a, I've got a up... Team Wolf one as well, which is probably the best jacket I own. Do you ever, have you ever, do you ever wear the screen used Team Wolf jacket or is it just, is it, no, is it like it's on shit. display? It's just <laughs> a jacket. It's a, it's a blue corduroy jacket. It's rubbish. Um, and it's a bit tight. It, it's for Michael J. Fox, and it is a bit smaller than me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I love that I have it. I, it really excites me on the morning when I go into my room of shame, and it, and it's all there. And I go, <laughs> "Wow, I love that film," and I own a piece of it. You know, Do you keep it on display in your room of shame. Is there? Is it like? On a I, I have a room of shame which is filled with toys, uh, movie <laughs> toys. Um, it means nothing to anyone apart from to me, I guess. And it's funny when I have people around who I don't know that well, I'll go, do you want to see my room? And um, let's see if we're still friends afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just all TV and uh, movie stuff. I like being in that environment because I find I'm like a lot more creative and I can think better when I'm in an environment. Yeah, I, when I, I go in there to get ideas. Yeah. yeah. I just have a little walk around and look at stuff and I go, right, I've got an idea. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. It inspires so, me. It's, it's same with, I've still got all my DVD collection. And um, I just, I got a wall of them, and I just look at them 
when I've run out of ideas, I go, I know what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, it inspires you. All of it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. So so in terms of 2023 then, have you got um have you got any plans of things that you want to build? Anything on the agenda? Um I'll probably because I've done two of those Mogwais from Gremlins too. I'll probably make the other two, George and Lenny, just so they're all there, all four of them. Um, I'm making that Gizmo um, costume. Uh, there's a few things because people keep saying to me because I keep posting it now. I never used to tell anyone, um, yeah. but it, when I post um, like creative stuff, I mm. get much more of a positive feedback than if yeah. I post anything else, which is weird. And and not not you, know, you might post like a, a sketch or something, and people go, um, "You're not funny anymore. You're shit on all this sort of stuff." Yeah. Uh, uh, but when I post something that I've made, that people go, "Oh wow, wow, yeah. um, aren't you talented?" I go, "Yeah, I've got two Baftas." And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, um, I, you know, I, I am at a stage in my life where I do want to do something different, and I, and I want to go down that road, uh, do some sort of making show, but. Do it humorously. You don't have to yeah. be straight, you know what I mean? You still can yeah. be a bit silly. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they and often to... when you do a straight show, silly, people laugh at it more than a, a full-on comedy show because yeah. they're not expecting it. They're expecting like a straight show. I, yeah. I, I was, like, when we were doing Through the Keel, people would say, oh, it's so funny. And I go, is it? Because <laughs> that's, me, that's me doing my nearest to straight presenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a long way to get to Lloyd Grossman uh, level, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I guess that's what, I'll, I'll never be a total straight presenter because I'm daft, and I prefer to be like that, if I'm honest. Well, I don't take this, much things serious anyway. I think I think if you went down to be a straight presenter anyway... Um, I could get bored. No, I just think, yeah, I think I think you'd come across as like not being authentic because everybody yeah. knows who you are. And that's... Well, I it's constantly fuck about. I, I, I just mess about all the time. I can't help it. That's like a disease as well, just pissing about. It's because I'm yeah. childish. Because <laughs> I'm childish. Nothing wrong with that. When anyone goes, you're so puerile, I go, yeah, no. I've cracked jokes at work before and people are like, yeah. you are disgusting. But in my head, I think yeah, it's like, well, it's just a joke. Don't mean the hour. Got to be. You don't need You got to be very careful in this climate now, though. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah. You've got to second guess it all the time. The last celebrity juice we did, everything that came in my head, I thought I better not say that and just be nice. Oh, yeah. um, get it, get it done. Um, come off stage, have a little cry, then go get pissed with Emily Attack, but not as pissed <laughs> as her. <laughs> <laughs> how did the uh, How did the last episode of Celebrity Juice go? Um, yeah, it was wonderful. We did um, two episodes that day. One, a proper episode. One of them was a compilation show. Um, so I was running over at one studio, doing links for that, then running back to uh, the Juice set uh, and doing a, a run-through for that bit. Then they go, oh, we've got to set that game up, so I might as well go back and do those links for that other show. So I run back there, do links for that, <laughs> then run back there. But all, all the way through the day, just in a daze, thinking, oh, this is the last time I'm going to say the scores at the end of this round are. And, um, yeah. and, um, I, I don't, I didn't feel tearful, not until the end. Okay. I came off stage, hugged my wife cause she works on it. Um, and then just looked back at the set and then just flooded. Yeah. And it was so weird cause I didn't expect that to happen. Um, and luckily I had a big hat on cause all the audience was still there. So I just <laughs> tipped my hat so they couldn't see me crying and then um, walked off. Even though I'm a modern man and I'll cry in front of people, I am bothered. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, just, it just shocks me, I guess. It threw me that I that, teared that, up. Yeah. That program has produced so many funny moments. Like for me, the the best moment of Celebrity Juice, where even when I think about it now, it makes me laugh, is, is when you had 
Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby on that green screen with their faces with the porn picture. Oh, that yeah. is that is uh, like, it's still one of the funniest things. People say, "Who's your favourite guest?" And I always just say, "When I've got mates on in real life, because mm. yeah. it is. It's a, it was an amazing um, gift to do that show and have mates on, or sometimes just make friends on that show." Yeah, uh, yeah. I made a lot of friends on that show, uh, um, but when I had friends on, it was just like a, a night in a pub or something. It was amazing. Yeah. Not work, uh, yeah. And um, I think I get. I guess I got tearful because. I mean, look back at it. I was at Celebrity Juice for 14 years, which is longer than I was at school. Yeah. So it is a big chunk of my life. Uh, and, and someone's going about, do you think it's defined your career? I said, totally defined yeah. who I am. I'll, I'll always be uh, from Celebrity Juice, yeah. I guess, no matter what I'm doing. You know? I saw the... Um... You also did the video recently as well of uh, Avid Marion where he's come to a 2023 and it's yeah. shit. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a pilot we did. That was a pilot we did. I can't talk too much about it because um, no. it, it might um, turn into other things as well. Yeah. Um, but we did a pilot and it was it was lots of fun to be Avid Marion again. Yeah. It, it was weird being in the street addressed as Avid Marion wearing the exact same clothes that I had on 20 years ago. Because <laughs> yeah. I had a um, the, uh, our cost wardrobe department, Heather, um, she said, You ain't still got that t shirt, have you? I went, I fucking have you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a box full of Avid t shirts that I used to wear back then. And um, so I still had the same clothes. And in the street, people were coming up to me calling me Keith when I was Avid Marion. And it's yeah. weird because I can remember the transition from Avid to Keith yeah. and people calling me Avid when I was Keith. Yeah. But I'm I'm, a, I'm total confusion for everyone, always. <laughs> I bet. Do, does it, do people, toes. like, think, like, where does... Like, like, obviously, you've got Keith Lemon as a persona and you've got Avid Marion as a persona. Like, where do they... Do I they don't go, know who I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> do they go... Apparently, I'm Venkman. That's it. You're Venkman, today. <laughs> Because like, do they? I wouldn't. I often wonder. They do they think like, hey, are you being Keith Lemon now, or are you just being like Lee Francis? Some people call me. Some, yes, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm schizophrenic. Can I just switch? <laughs> oh my! Yeah, don't let anyone know. Excellent. Well, yeah, Keith, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's, really it's appreciate it. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's nice to talk to yeah. like minded people. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, you know, with yeah. we if we've ever, if we ever have any events or anything like that, of course we'll send you an Cheers. open invitation, and you, you're Cheers. more than welcome. Thanks and, uh, very much. At some point, I'll be I'll be knocking on your door to come and see that <laughs> creative room of yours. <laughs> A room of shame. <laughs> yeah, we've all got one, but, but yeah. That's great. So, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been fantastic. All right, then. Nice one, all the best. Cheers. Nice one. Thank you. Cheers. Have a good one. Cheers. Ta-ra. What the hell are you doing? So it goes without saying thank you very much to our guest today, Mr. Keith Lemon, for coming yes. on the show. What a fantastic guest. He's a top bloke, isn't he? Oh, honestly, really, really nice. You know, it's nice to find someone who, you know, in the public eye, but lets their geek flag fly. It's pretty oh, cool. he's really enthusiastic about it. And it's, yeah, it's really refreshing yeah. to sort of talk to him about it. And yeah, oh, as you heard, it mm. was fantastic. Fantastic. I think as well, you know, for any of our listeners that have been listening today, um, either stateside or even in the UK, uh, please check him out on his YouTube channel. He's Keith Lemon's Doings. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you'll be probably just as surprised as we are at how his models start and how they finish up because yeah. it's it's pretty dramatic in all day. honesty it's great um, yeah it is yeah I mean I could start one of those models with like really high grade end materials and it would still not look anywhere as good as <laughs> something that he's MacGyvered together out of cardboard and yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and foil so yeah fantastic yeah, yeah. Um, from myself uh, obviously uh, if anyone wants to follow along to the podcast uh, please follow us along on uh, Instagram at SMAF podcast that's S-M-A-F podcast uh, or myself at ectotron underscore UK and Mark for you what's the Ghostbusters finally before we sign off today if you're a listener of the Spores Mold and Fungus podcast and you'd like to have your say perhaps you're a franchise and would like to come on air and have a chat a little bit about what you do or maybe you've got something to promote then please feel free to reach out to us via Instagram uh, or through Linktree which you can find through our Instagram page as well we'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you and see how we can maybe have you form part of the show or similarly, if you're a maker or you supply Ghostbusters-related um, props or you make things for that, uh, get in touch with us and have a chat about what you do and what you supply to the community. But for now, from myself, it's goodbye. And good night from me. Until next time, keep fit, stay sharp, and make good decisions. We're out of here.